So you've decided to take golf lessons, or maybe you're thinking about taking golf lessons, but you're just not quite sure how to maximize those lessons. You've decided to spend the time and the money to better your golf game. Stay tuned to this podcast because I'm going to teach you how to maximize those golf lessons. Welcome to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast, where you can listen to everything related to the game of golf. Golf tips to help you improve your golf game, entertaining interviews, discussions about the latest in golf equipment, and so much more. Now, here is your host, PGA professional, Steve Goforth. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope your game is better off than it was the last time you heard my voice. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. You may be listening and you've decided to take golf lessons either with myself or you're in another part of the country or world and you're taking golf lessons from another instructor and you're thinking to yourself, okay, how can I get the most out of this? I've signed up for golf lessons. I want to improve. I've decided I want to invest my time. I want to invest my money and it's time to get better. And I think we've all kind of fell victim to trying to improve ourselves, whether it's our golf game or anything else in our life. And sometimes we we're successful and other times we're not. And then we look back at the process that we went through in order to be successful and we think, okay, maybe I could have done that differently and maybe the outcome could have been different. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about this today because I want you to get maximum benefit out of golf lessons because, like I said earlier, you have taken the time to invest your hard-earned money into this wonderful game and I want to see you get better. I want to see my students get better far worse than I think they want to see themselves and it's just, it means that much to me. And so I'm going to share some tips with you in this podcast that will help you get the most out of those golf lessons. Before I jump into that, I want to remind you about my new Instagram page. It's at GoForthGolf. And then also I have a TikTok page. It's also called GoForthGolf. Please go out there and follow me. If you have done so already, you'll see some of the reels that I've posted and they're nice little tips that are reminders for you that you can use to improve your game, of course. And also, I have more videos on the way. And I'm going to continue to do these just to give you a nice visual and reminder of things you can do that can help you as well. And watching these tips, I think, will definitely do that for you. So please go out there and follow me. Tell others you know to go out there and follow me as well. Don't forget that if you go out there and share the podcast on any of your social media platforms, I'm going to put you into a drawing for some fantastic prizes at the end of season number four, which is, again, is at the end of this year. So the more times you can share, the more chances you're going to have of winning. And I've got, again, really, really good prizes that I'm going to offer out there. I've had some manufacturers be very generous to me and donate some items that I can give away for this contest. And biggest thing is I just want to reward as many listeners as I possibly can. So your help to go out there and share the podcast, just tagging me in it. Just make sure you do that. My social media handles, again, at GoForthGolf on both Instagram and on TikTok, as well as on Twitter. 
And if you also follow me on Facebook, it's at Go Forth Golf Instruction there. Tag that to, again, put yourself in that drawing for some wonderful prizes at the end of the season. I really appreciate it because I need the podcast to grow as much as possible. I need to get more and more people listening so I can help them with their game and, and grow this golfing community that we've created together. And I can't do it without your help. So I greatly appreciate it. So without further ado, let's jump into these five tips I want to give you to help you get the most out of your golf lessons. Oh, he got all of that one. The best way to prevent illness, wear and tear of muscles, and deterioration is by using the proper vitamins, supplements, and minerals that you can get from Pure On Main. As a golfer, your main focus is to have fun, right? But you also want to improve your game and reduce aches and pains and injuries. You can enhance your golf game by adding trace minerals to your daily regimen or boost your stamina with Vitamineral Greens. Pure on Main has great options to choose from that also include a fabulous collagen that will keep your tendons and joints lubricated that will help you produce a better golf swing. Pure on Main has two locations. One is at North Main in downtown Greenville, and the other is on Cannon Street in downtown Greer. They have some of the best experts in the field of natural wellness, and they're available seven days a week to help guide your personalized health journey. They not only carry amazing results-driven vitamins, they also provide state-of-the-art modalities such as massage therapy, foot detox, and wellness consulting. Serving the Upstate for over a decade, their experts continue to take the time to help each individual pinpoint exactly what their body needs to optimize performance and remain pain-free. Go visit their two locations or give them a call at 864-991-2726. Make sure you visit their website at pureonmain.com where you can purchase your supplements and learn more about their wonderful, wonderful services. Don't wait. Start your journey today towards living a happier and healthier lifestyle with the help of Pure On Main. Tip number one, I want you to set goals. There's got to be a reason why you're taking golf lessons, whether you may want to compete or you may want to just play for the social enjoyment or for whatever the reason may be. So before you seek out me for golf instruction or before you seek out someone in your area for golf instruction, you just need to sit down and think about why do you want to take golf lessons and what do you hope to get out of them? And this is going to be important to help find the right instructor as well. And so understand that behind every goal, there's going to be a process. There's a fantastic book that I read called Atomic Habits. If you've not read it, if you've never heard of it, go out there and check it out. James Clear is the author on that book, and he really makes some fantastic points. And he makes some really good points about how you can set up a process behind those goals. He talks about how you need to fall in love with the process and not the end result, not the goal, because sometimes we don't meet our goals. And if you don't meet our goal, then we get disappointed and we just completely quit. So it's not always about the goal. Of course, you want to have that goal and you want to obtain that goal, but it's more about giving yourself the permission to be happy with the outcome, no matter what that is. And you're going to be satisfied anytime that your process is running. If you're continuing to improve your golf game, you're going to feel good about yourself if you're going out there and you're continuing your lessons and you're doing the things you need to do in your practice sessions and you're playing golf and you're getting a little bit better. 
yeah, we're going to have our setbacks, but that process is running. And when that process is running, we feel good about it. No matter what you're doing, if I'm trying to lose weight, for example, if I want to drop 20 pounds, then I need to fall in love with that process and know that, hey, I'm going to have some slip-ups. There's going to be days I don't eat so well or days I don't exercise like I need to, but my process is still running, and I feel good about that. And I know as long as that process is running, I am going to get to my goal at some point. I think it's really important to also understand that another thing that he mentions is that the outcomes are about what you get. Processes are about what you do, and your identity is about what you believe. So take on an identity that you're a good golfer. And if you do that, you're going to put in the work it takes to become that golfer and become that good golfer, become that great golfer. But you have to believe that's what you are, and that's your identity in order order for you to stay committed to it. One thing you can do here is just kind of ask yourself, what would a great golfer do? Would a great golfer skip a practice session? Probably not. What would a great golfer do to stay great or get even better? And again, it goes back to that example I gave you a minute ago about weight loss. If someone wants to lose weight or get in better shape, are they going to do that by eating several pieces of pizza during the day? Probably not, even though it is very good. Are they going to get in shape if they stay on the couch instead of going to the gym? Probably not. So those are the, that's the mindset you need to have. Have goals. And the goals that you have, there's processes developed around that to lead up to that. But just know why you're doing it and then write that down. If you come to a lesson with me, I'm going to sit down before the lesson begins, that first one, and I'm going to type out your goals and your concerns. If you bring those to me beforehand, that's even better. But I always try to get a handle on what those are so we can start that roadmap. And then when we're done with that lesson series, we can look back and say, okay, how much of these goals did we obtain? So really important. Again, step one, make sure you're setting goals. Step number two, I want you to come to your first lesson being prepared. So try to arrive early and give yourself time to loosen up. I see a lot of new students show up and uh, they just get there right at the time the lesson begins. I know time may get in our way and traffic's bad and work held you up, whatever the case may be. I, I completely get that. There's no absolutely no hard feelings if somebody shows up right at the lesson time. But the more in advance you can, the better. And it will help you to maybe get loosened up or make some reminders to yourself about some things you worked on before or since the last lesson and uh, remind yourself of some of the things you did in the previous lesson and that uh, maybe questions that you had. So make sure you come with a set of questions or some topics that you want to talk about with the golf instructor. Uh, and I would also make sure that your, your, your golf clubs are, are ready to go and make sure that you have them cleaned or that all your clubs are in your bag. That's also really important. Last thing you want to do is show up to a lesson because you want to work on your hybrid and you forgot you left your hybrid at home. So I always want to make sure you, you check your golf equipment before you arrive. And I, I would even say, bring a journal, you know, keep track of what you're learning, the key takeaways and the the action plan that you want to have going forward from there. I mean, I, I'm going to assist you with that. I'm going to talk about that here in one of these tips I'm getting ready to give you. But bring your own journal and uh, and 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 no, make note of that. And it can be on your phone. 
It could be that you are on your way home from the golf lesson and you do a auditory journal on your phone. We have the voice memos and you just talk to yourself as you go down the road and just kind of remember or recollect what we talked about in the golf lesson and then talk about what you want to work on going forward. Again, step number two, come prepared for your golf lesson. Arrive early, try to loosen up with some range balls if you need to. Make sure your golf equipment is ready to go. Also, bring that journal to help you with taking notes of anything you want to remember from that lesson. Step three, and how to get the most out of your golf lessons, is just come with the right frame of mind. Now, keep in mind, you can expect that first lesson to be somewhat of an interview, all right? And so if you're with me, I'm going to ask a lot of questions in the beginning, like I mentioned to you earlier, but it's also important that you answer those questions truthfully. I'm not going to judge you on what your answers may be. I want to hear the most honest answer I can out of you about what's going on with your golf game. Where are your concerns? Where are you nervous? What's giving you anxiety about your golf game? I want you to talk to me about that so that we can find out what we need to attack. You don't want to come to the lesson telling your golf instructor what's wrong with your swing, right? So if you're there with a golf instructor, again, whether it's me or anyone else in your area, I would suggest you go out and seek out a PGA professional, by the way, if you're not in my area. But they're going to know what's wrong with your swing. Instead, you need to talk about what's going wrong. What do you? What are your mishits like? Where's the ball going? Where do you want it to go? What are your, what's your contact like? How's your short game? Where's your putting at? So a good golf instructor is going to be able to tell you what's wrong with your swing in just, a, in just a few shots. But explaining to the golf professional what's been happening to your golf ball is really, really helpful. For example, when I hit my golf shots, everything kind of trails to the right or it kind of moves to the left too much, or it's ballooning too high, or it's going too low, or my contact's not so good. Whatever that is, that's the most important thing you need to focus on. You're not there to try to impress your instructor. Listen, I, I can assure you, you're not going to show me anything in a golf lesson I have not seen a hundred times over or done myself. So never worry about being judged. That should never be on your mind. Be as comfortable as possible. And I try to tell my students that up front of, hey, Listen, I'm the one person you can hit those bad shots in front of, right? I want you to hit the bad shots. Otherwise, why are you here? We got to fix it. This is just really going to help your golf lessons be far, far more productive. There's absolutely no shame in not understanding something about the game of golf. If you don't understand what an attack angle is, or you don't understand the impact position, you don't understand the takeaway, or you don't understand how to square the club face, ask the questions. It's totally okay to do that because that's what you're there for. You're there to learn. So get what you're paying for and get your get your money's worth and ask as many questions as you need to. Also, I'm going to ask that you have an open mind because there's going to be changes made. Okay, and so when that happens, you're going to feel a little uncomfortable and you're going to be pushed outside that comfort zone. So try to have an open mind about what's being taught to you because I've got your best interest in mind, and I've studied the golf swing a million times over and, and, and found different philosophies from different instructors, and I'm constantly learning, as well as so many other instructors out there. So our goal is to make you as good as we possibly can, and we don't want to put you in a situation that's going to be detrimental to your game, right? So just keep an open mind about 
what's being said to you and, and what you're being taught, even though if you don't understand it at first, again, it goes back to asking those questions and then you can start getting more, more comfortable with it, but just be open to your golf instructor's advice and for his or her expertise. Try what your coach is recommending. Just see what happens. You may be surprised that it really does work if you just have that open mind about it. And then also when you're working on your technique, you want to exaggerate that new motion. It goes along with that saying, you may have heard it, you want to exaggerate your feels because they're not the same as your reels. So exaggerate what those feels are. This will help your coach fine-tune any of those corrections whenever you're trying to exaggerate that. I'll give you an example. I've been working with golfers lately of trying to get their trail shoulder for a right-handed golfer, that's their right shoulder, moving downward through the impact zone. And so sometimes it has to feel like you're literally moving your whole body down to the ground in order to make that move happen. But then I'll put you on video and you see, ooh, wait a minute. No, I didn't. In fact, I didn't do it enough. And that's the beauty of video. When I'm there on the lesson tee with my iPad, I'm going to take pictures of your setup position, your new setup position, your old one, or what I'm trying to do with you in your swing and have you exaggerate that because I want uh, want to show it to you. And that way you kind of see that when you exaggerated it, it actually puts you exactly where you needed to be. So again, point number three, just come into that golf lesson with the right frame of mind. Be open to suggestion. Be open to being honest with the golf instructor. Remember, there's absolutely no shame in hitting bad shots. There's no shame in asking questions that you're not sure of. And be ready to tell your golf instructor what's going on with your mishits, not necessarily about what's going wrong with your swing. That's what that golf instructor is there for, is to help you through that and help you to identify all those problem areas. So having that right frame of mind is going to help you tremendously with getting the most out of your golf lessons. Point number four, at the end of the lesson, you need to evaluate it. Once you're at the end of the lesson, ask your instructor for any type of feedback. I mentioned earlier about bringing a journal to summarize what you've learned. What I do is I summarize every lesson in notes. And I put those notes in my OnForm app that I use for teaching. And then I also copy and paste those same notes to an email that I'll send to the student. Because I really, I really feel like it's important that the student walk away from the lesson knowing what went on. Because there's a lot going on there sometimes. You want to try to minimize the instruction, obviously, and not give too many tips and, and make it overwhelming. But the last thing I want as a coach is for my student to walk away feeling like a deer in headlights, feeling like they don't know what the heck just happened. They just blacked out, you know, and they're, they're coming to and like, okay, wh what happened? What, what did I learn? There's so much information thrown at me. I cannot process it. I want you to be able to leave that lesson and be able to go tell someone, you know, exactly what happened. And if you can't do that, then there was too much information and then you're feeling overwhelmed and then you're not going to process it. You're not going to commit to it. It's really, really easy to forget something important that came up during the lesson. So if you're writing it down yourself, you won't forget it. Or if I'm doing it for you or your golf instructor is doing it for you, you're going to really be able to retain that information so much better to your memory. Also, at the end of the lesson, I'm going to give a student some practice assignments, things I would like for them to do until the next time that I see them. If for some reason I don't, Offer that up or your golf instructor doesn't, ask for it. It's really important because this is going to lead into what I'm going to talk about next. You need to have an assignment. You need to have a plan. You need to know what you need to be working on 
And when again, when I do those notes, I'm usually summarizing that in the notes. Do this, do that. And remember that quality, not quantity, is your absolute goal here. You want to do have a quality practice session when you leave there. It's not about how many times you do it. It's about how often you do it the correct way, as you know. So just make sure that at the end of that session, you know exactly what's going on. You know what you learned. You have those notes, whether it's you summarizing it or your golf instructor and summarizing it, and then you have a plan going forward. Tip number five, the last tip I want to give to you is just practice as soon as you possibly can after that lesson. I encourage a lot of my students to hang around afterwards and hit balls and just work on what we talked about. The sooner you can get out there and practice what you've learned during the lesson, the better. Just do it immediately as soon as your session is done. Practice drills and motion swings that I'm going to give you will solidify how to do the new movements correctly. Otherwise, you can just show up at your next golf lesson and you'll be no further ahead than where you were in the previous lesson. So you want to make sure that you're practicing in between sessions. With a lot of my students, I will suggest they reach out to me in the OnForm app, which I mentioned earlier. So OnForm is the teaching platform that I use, and I encourage students to upload videos to me, or we have a chat session going on there, so they can send me a video of what their practice session looks like. I can look at it, give them feedback of, yeah, it looks great, or no, you need to make some changes. But that, that feedback is gigantic. It lets me know that the, that the student's practicing as well and that they're going to be committed to that process, like I said earlier. Your ultimate goal is that you want to improve in these golf lessons, right? And so if you want to improve, you've got to make sure you're practicing in between sessions. You have to make sure you get you made it to the range or you made it to the course, depending on what you're working on. I would honestly, I would rather have a student shoot me a text or give me a call and say, Hey Steve, look, I have not had time to practice since my last session with you. Is there any way we could put this off another week or two to give me time to practice? I'm going to say absolutely, because then I know that they're, they're in the right frame of mind and they want to improve. And I don't want to go to another lesson with someone and reiterate everything from the previous one, just because they didn't have time to work on what they needed to. So again, those practice sessions in between are gigantic. Keep in mind that any changes that you make to your swing, they're going to be difficult and they're going to push you outside that comfort zone. You may not like it at first. It may be that you make a change and you just absolutely love it. It's just the best thing that ever happened to you. But most of the time, it's going to be a situation where you feel really uncomfortable. And as an instructor, I'm going to want you to make sure you got that feel of what you need to do. And that means you're going to be outside that comfort zone and that's okay. Uh, and in fact, being outside the comfort zone is a really good thing. If you're doing it, if it feels normal, then you're probably doing it the way you were, right? And so if it feels uncomfortable, then you're probably doing it the right way. And then that uncomfortable feeling will then turn into what feels right again. You just don't want to slide back into your comfort zone and just be unproductive. That's just not going to take you down the path you want to be on. So just the more you practice the less likely you're going to slip back into those comfort zones. Muscle memory is a beast. I mean, it can be your best friend. It can be your absolute worst enemy. And when you're trying to make changes to your golf swing, your muscle memory is going to fight you every step of the way to revert back to what it's comfortable doing. And the more times you can repeat the good movements, the positive movements, the positive changes, the more likely it's going to get into your golf swing and become permanent. 
during those practice sessions, just do your best to have a positive attitude and just realize that you, you're not going to miraculously become a single digit handicapper. The advice I give my students is you want to live by the three P's. You want to be positive, you want to be patient, and you want to be persistent. And, and as you know, that, that all not only applies to the game of golf, but it also applies to the game of life. So be positive, be patient, and be persistent, the three P's. Make sure your goals are realistic and that they're within your reach. And once you've established those goals, give it all you got. Work hard. When you reach those, just repeat that process with a new goal. But remember, it's all about the process. It's all about how you get to that goal. And so you want to make sure you're developing a process that's going to take you down the path to your goal. And that's what I'm here for as your golf instructor is to make sure you are doing the right processes to get you there. So again, practice as much as possible in order to get the most out of those golf lessons. So I hope those five tips will help you in your journey and uh, in getting golf instruction. So again, set your goals, come to your lesson prepared. I want you to be in the right frame of mind. I want you to evaluate your lesson afterwards. And I want you to practice as much as possible. Please remember that golf is meant to be a recreation. It's meant to be fun. So don't lose sight of that. That's why I say it at the end of every podcast. Get out there, have a great time. If you're really stressed about the golf lessons, then you're missing the biggest element of what you're trying to do, and that's having fun. Don't be stressed out. Again, if you come to me for a lesson, you know that I'm going to try to make that as loose and as fun as possible. And... It's a safe space for you, basically, when it comes to your golf game. And that's the way you need to feel in your golf lessons. It's a safe space to make mistakes, to ask questions, to learn, and to thrive. And that's the important part about it. There's no doubt about it. If you go out and you get quality instruction, again, whether it's from myself or whether it's from another PGA professional in your area, it will help you improve your skills, and it's going to help you get so much more enjoyment out of the game. Please go out there and consider getting those golf lessons because getting better is always more fun. Shooting low numbers is always more fun. And just be prepared for that process and become the best golfer you can possibly be. So don't wait. Go sign up for those lessons. Start working on your game. Start your journey to a better golf game. And let's get it done. There's a perfect shot out there trying to find each and every one of us. All we got to do is get ourselves out of this way. Let it choose us. Thank you, as always, my friend, for tuning in to another podcast. I greatly appreciate all of your support. Please, again, go out there, follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. If you have the ability to follow or subscribe, please do so. You'll get alerts as to when new episodes will drop. Again, if you feel like I deserve it, give me that five-star rating because it's going to help me move up those podcasting charts, put me in front of more people and uh, more listeners I can get, the more we can grow it, like I mentioned earlier. So any ratings and reviews you're willing to give me is tremendously appreciated. Again, like I said earlier, go out there and share the podcast to put you in that drawing for some really, really good prizes at the end of season number four. And remember, this podcast is for you, right? I want you to understand that I am here for you. So if you have a topic or something you want me to talk about, don't hesitate to reach out to me. All those social media platforms that I said earlier, I'm going to say them again. It's at GoForthGolf on Twitter, Instagram, 
and TikTok. Again, at GoForthGolf, and it's GoForthGolf Instruction on Facebook. And if you want to shoot me an email, it's sgoforth at pga.com. Again, sgoforth at pga.com. I want to hear from you. I want to know what's going on with your game. I want to hear that you're getting better. I want to hear your struggles so that I can help you with that as well. So again, don't be shy. Feel free to reach out to me. The next episode will drop on Wednesday, April the 5th. That's the first Wednesday of the month, and we will be getting geared up for the Masters. So in that episode, Nick and I will be here to conversate about our thoughts on the upcoming Masters tournament, what's been going on so far on the PGA Tour up to that point. And also, we want to give you our insights, our opinions, our views on the wonderful Netflix series, Full Swing, that's out there. If you've not had a chance to go out there and check it out, please do so, so that when you hear our conversation about it, you'll be able to relate to some of the things we're talking about, or maybe even share your insight and your thoughts about it. But it's it's really good. Uh, I, you really need to go out there and watch this. Thankfully, they have already guaranteed a season, a second season of that series. So again, Nick and I will be talking in that episode about all those things and much more. So make sure you stay tuned again for the next podcast dropping on Wednesday, April the 5th. Until the next episode, keep hitting those drives long and straight. Keep hitting those greens. Keep draining those putts. And most of all, keep going out there and having a great time. Please get out there and have a great time. Don't forget to do something nice for somebody today because it's going to make you feel absolutely wonderful to put someone else before yourself. And remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game. You've been listening to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to receive alerts on new episodes. For more information, please follow us on social media at Go Forth Golf Instruction or visit our website at GoForthGolfInstruction.com. Remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game.